So we're going to launch into a new Mishnah now. Mishnah that continues the theme that we've been discussing, but it's now a new topic. So on Yud Ahmed Aleph, you should see on the top left of your page a Yud with a little dot next to it. That means we're on Yud Ahmed Aleph, which is 10a of Vav Metziah. A bit more than halfway down the Gemara text in the middle of the page, you'll see the words in bold, Masni, which is short for Masnisin, our Mishnah, in Aramaic, a new Mishnah. Says the Mishnah. If somebody saw a lost article and fell on it, jumped on it, and somebody else came along the bar and lifted it up. So whose is it? Whose did it belong to? The guy that lifted up. The one who lifts it gets it. So person A saw a $100 bill on the side of the road and jumped on it. Stepped on it or jumped on it with his body, like he, he jumped on it. And someone else went and went, picked it up. The second guy gets it, not the first guy. So says the Mishnah. Could you just translate that? Sure. Someone who saw a, found a lost object, and fell on it. And another person came and lifted it up. The one who lifted it up. Got it. The separation, the person who comes along is absent to the person who's lost. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about a lost article. That the, the owner is off the scene. So, what, what, what's this Mishnah telling us? What's, what's it, what, what are we being informed of here? It's the one that lifts it, that gets ownership. Why? What, what, what did the guy fall on it do wrong? He didn't lift it up. He didn't acquire it. Didn't do an act of acquisition. Jumping on something is not an act of acquisition. There's, there's certain laws of acquiring things. And until you acquire it, it's still hefker, it's still ownerless. And so falling on it is not an act of acquisition. Whereas lifting it up is. So the first person who acquired it was the person who lifted it up, not the guy who fell on it. Okay. And then in the previous mission in Balakama, I think there's talks about also seeing it. There's a debate on seeing it. In Bav Metzir also, also, but it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was saying, seeing it is not, not enough. Well. You, you haven't done anything. Yeah. You, haven't, you haven't done anything. So if you said, I saw it first, bad luck. Yeah. Seeing doesn't do anything, you have to do an act of acquisition. He did a step more than that. Not only did he see it, he jumped on it. So, you, so he, he would argue, what do you mean? What greater claim can there be than I jumped on top of the thing? That's not an acquisition. You didn't acquire it. It's still, it's still ownerless. The other guy acquired it because he picked it up. But I mean, what would be your reason to think that jumping on it was even an act of acquisition? I suppose we're going to explore that, right? Or... I guess, I guess what, what was he thinking? Or, or is the mission just saying that if you did some, some act that you thought was an act of acquisition, okay. If it doesn't comply to the laws of acquisition, it doesn't, doesn't do anything. It doesn't help you. Okay, so let's look into the Gemara. The, the Mishnah, is, it says what it says. It is what it is. Uh, it, in fact, the, this Mishnah seems so self-explanatory that even Rashi has nothing to say on this Mishnah. Mm. Right, you got, you, 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 it says what it says. It's, it's all clear. The Gemara, let's see what the Gemara says. Amoresh Lakish. 
Says the Gemara, Reish Lakish said, Mishum Abba Koyen Bardala, in the name of a sage called Abba Koyen Bardala, that was his name. Arba Amis Shal Adam Koenis There is a principle that the four cubits of a person acquire for him in all places. Your four cubits acquire for you in all places. An amma is a cubit, which means a arm's length, or a, yeah. And and so four ammas, an amma is approximately fifty centimeters. Four ammas is approximately two meters. And so this statement of Reish Lakish in the name of Abba Koen Bardala is that your like a diameter of four cubits around you acquires for you. It's, it's, it's considered your territory, and whatever comes into that is yours. Forms of halacha, right? Forms of halacha, as people say. That's right. That's right. So something that, that, that comes into your orbit of, of four amas is yours. Okay. Um, So Rashi says on that, what does it mean acquires for you? If you want to see the Rashi, Rashi's on the, on the right side hugging the text. And towards the bottom of Rashi's commentary, uh, seven lines from the bottom of the page, it says, Koinosle acquire for you, the four Amas acquire for you. Says, says Rashi, seven lines from the bottom in, in the... Yep. What's bold text? The Baltic says, Koinosloi. Excuse me, if in your, excuse me, for Amos, if in that, in that area there is an ownerless object, no one else can grab it. It's yours. If there's an ownerless object within your four Amos, no one else can grab it, it's yours. Okay. Does that um, conflict with the guy that was on the donkey? If he was on the donkey within four amas of the of the. Well, assume that he wasn't in, in okay. within four amas. Okay. So so this is this, the principle is that something that is within your four amas is yours, automatically. You acquires on your behalf. Is that a square or a circle? I believe it's a circle. Mm-hmm. I believe so. It's a circle of four amas. Anything that's within the within the four amas radius. Okay, my timer. So the Gemara says there in brackets, my timer. What's the reason for this? Why, why do we say that something within your four amas acquires for you? Like you did nothing, you're just standing there and, and something that's within your four amas is yours? How? Tokina Rabbanon, it's actually a rabbinical decree. Deloy Asilin Suye, in order that people should not come to fight over things. That if something's right next to me, it's mine. Let, let's, let's not start grabbing, you know, Hefka things from, from each other. If it's next to me, it's mine. My four Amas, you, you can't go into my four Amas. So the sages, in order to avoid disputes and, and fights and, and issues with people, everyone has their four Amas. Something within it is theirs. You can't, you can't uh, uh, encroach on their four Amas. Something over there, it's free, free, free ride for everyone. That COVID restrictions in uh... exactly work. yeah for Amos. It's a two meter rule. <laughs> but now I have to reconcile 
this with so okay so 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 in other words this is a rabbinical decree we're saying to avoid fights you can't grab an ownerless article that's right next to me that, that, that was next to me just because i didn't bend down and pick it up yet it's it's next to me where is the four is there four almost significant where, where does that come from so um because obviously there's four almost discussed as early stuff like shema Right, so gen generally speaking, four amas is considered, you know, the, the space that you take up. Right. Um, on a mystical level, it, it says that the neshama, there's levels of the neshama that, that radiate oh, okay. in that area, and so that's, that it belongs to you. So why do we walk people four amas out? Because once you've gone four amas, you're in a new place. Mm -hmm. You're in a new, in, in a new uh, space, a new area. Okay. So Amar Abaya, after this statement of Reish Lakish, Abaya said, Abaya said that Rabbi Chia Bar Yosef attacked this teaching from a Mishnah in Peah, the laws of Peah, which we've come across before, the edge of the field. Amar Rava and Rava said, and Rava said that Rabbi Yaakov Aridi attacked this teaching from a Mishnah in Nezikin, in Damages, which is actually our Mishnah. So in other words, Abai and Rava said that this teaching of Reish Lakish, in the name of Abba Yosef, Abba Koen Bardala, that your four Amas acquire for you in all places, was attacked by Rabbi Yaakov Aridi from Nezikin and Rabbi Bar Yosef from Peah. We're going to find a Mishnah in Peah and a Mishnah in Nezikin that contradicts that. Statement of Reish Lakish in the name of Abba Yosef, Abba Koen Bardullah. How can you say that the four Amas acquire for you? I'll show you what. What, what are we talking about? Om Rabaya. So Abaya said, Moshef Rabbi Bar Yosef Peah, that Rabbi Bar Yosef attacked this teaching from a Mishnah in Peah. What's the Mishnah in Peah? Here's the Mishnah. Notal, see where after the beginning of the line? Notal Miktsas Peah. If a poor man took a bit of Peah, what's Peah? Corner of, the corner of the field, it has to be left for the poor. So a poor man comes and takes a bit of the produce from the corner of the field. Vizorak al-ashar, and he threw what he took on the other portion of payah. This poor man wants to claim not just what he can grab, but more. So he takes a handful and he throws it on top of another section of payah. I've got what I've got and I'm throwing it, I'm claiming this as well. That's right. There's a lot of competition. There are many other people wanting to grab this payer. He's, he wants to grab it first. So he, he picks it up and he, and he, and he bags the rest of it by throwing the, the payer on it. What happens? Ein klum. He gets nothing. At all. Not only does he not get the stuff he threw on, even the, the stuff he threw, he loses. Well, he was stealing anyway. Why? Well, actually, does it say how far he threw? So if it's more than four hours, it's not. Does that make a difference? No. He's, what he's doing is he's trying to say, okay, this is my payer. This is my produce now because I picked it up. I claimed it as mine. Now I'm putting my property and throwing it on, on, the, on this over here. So this is all mine. I'm covering all this with my stuff. But if it's more than four hours, then it's not here. No, but he can, he can keep claiming. So if he puts stuff in his bag, he could then walk over and get... The next corner, he? he could, but he wants to get it before. There are other people yeah, about to so grab he's, it. He's using his, not this is my property, and I'm throwing it on that as well, so you can't get it. So, so not only 
did, does he not get what he wanted? He gets nothing. Even, even the original stuff that he picked up is not his. He threw it away. And he didn't get the stuff that fell on the floor. He gets nothing. Continues the Mishnah. If he fell on it, he, he jumped on, on the payah. He's, he's trying to stop everyone else getting it. He wants to claim it by jumping on it. Or he spread his garment over it. Then we actually physically move him away from it. We lift him off it. Why? Because what's the law of payah? The law of payah is that poor people, all poor people, have a right to go into the field and to take, take this. You can take what you can take. But you can't block other people from taking. If you want something, take it. If you can't take it, then, you, then that's for, some, for other people. That's the, the democracy of payer is that it's, it's open for all poor people. Right. So you can't start bagsing it. Whatever you can take, you can take. But what you can't take, you can't take. So this implies a contradiction with our Mishnah, right? What's the contradiction? Because here he's covering it with his garment or falling on the other he's, he's, fall, he's falling on it. And it's, they won't let him do it because it's as if he's acquired it. So but, it's, but, it's, but isn't it in his Daladamas? It's not contradiction. It goes because he's saying falling and doesn't acquire it. Does it, him off it. Does, it doesn't contradict our Mishnah. It contradicts Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish said that your four Amas acquire for you. Mm. So if he falls on it, it's in his four Amas. Yeah, but he's taking away opportunity for someone else. But he's acquired it. If, if, if that's an acquisition, that's an acquisition. But how did he acquire it? He, oh, right, the, first, the, the first bit is yes, right? He picked it up. That's yes. If he chucks it... Not chucking, not chucking. When he, the, the, the contradiction is when he falls on it. If he, if he falls on the payer, on the produce, it's in his Dalit Amas. It's in his four Amas. So it's his. Yeah. But was it originally According to Reish No. No, he's, he, a, way, a, way to, a way to acquire something is that something's in your four amas. Mm-hmm. That's according to Resh Lakish. Yes, yeah, so we're, contra- we're saying, we're, we're that's challenging Resh Lakish. That's, that's not Halakha, it's just Resh Lakish. Resh Lakish has said a statement and we're saying, but there's a mission that contradicts you. How can you, how can you, how can you say that? And continues the mission of Echein Ba'omer Shikha. The same would apply to an Omer Shikha, a forgotten sheave in the field. Another law of, of, the, of the gifts to the poor is if when the workers are going through... Um, a field, gathering the, the crops from the field. If they leave a sheaf, they forget a bundle in the, in the, in the field. You can't go back and get it. You leave it for the poor. That's a trick question from a couple of children. Correct. And if, if, um, if, who can claim this? Anyone. Anyone can go up and claim it. However, if you jump on it, you get removed. You, it's not yours. You have to pick it up and take it away. So. Is there someone's point of view? That's from the That's a Mishnah. Structure. It's a Mishnah. It's a Mishnah. It's a Mishnah in Peah. Reish Lakish is a rabbi from the Talmud, from the Gemara. He's an Amora. Yeah, okay. so he cannot con- contradict a Mishnah, which, which is from the previous generations and more authoritative than him. So we have here, so says the Gemara, he spells out the question, If we say, like Reish Lakish said, that the, your four Amas acquire for you in any place, Niknulei Arba Amas today, his Arba Amas should acquire for him when he jumps on it, on the payah. Why can we say that we remove him from it? He acquired it. Good question. Yep. That Reish Lakish said that your four Amas acquire for you, wherever you are. But a Mishnah says 
that if you've got a poor person in a field and he jumps on the payer, we remove him from it. It's not his. Yeah. Why not? He jumped on it. It's in his four amas. Yeah, it should be his immediately. Because the four amas is the, is the Rabbanon and it's to stop people fighting. Right? And this could actually cause people specifically to fight. Right? Nothing came into his four amas. He jumped into, the, jumped into it to make it so that it was in his four amas. Okay, okay. Interesting. But it, we, 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 with a lost article, with a lost article, when the sages say that um, your, your four amas are quiet for you, does that mean you, where you're standing stationary? Or does that mean when you, as you walk along? If I walk, if I walk along, Past the last yeah. article, it should go along with you. It's, it's, it goes along with me. So, so why doesn't it work for the poor man as well? That as he's going along, it is. Well, that's the question: Is it passive or active? Is it when you discover it or when you go there? It's whether it's. I think when he he went, he went there, right? He went there when he could have picked it up. Mm -hmm. No, I'm off the track. Hmm? Um, I'm off the track. <laughs> so why do they pull him off? Because he has acquired it and they don't want him to acquire it? The Mishnah is implying it's not his. The Mishnah implies that. The Mishnah is yeah. sa saying that, that how, how does a poor man acquire payer? <coughs> By picking it up. Okay. If he throws his produce on it, or his talus, or himself on it, he hasn't acquired it, that's not an act of acquisition. And so we remove him and say, you get out of the way so others can take it. But he gave it up. So but if it's, it's not an act of... Up. No, go ahead. Sorry, if it's not an act of acquisition, then it's not contradicting the Mishnah, is it? Not the Mishnah, the Resh Lakish we're saying. Because Resh Lakish said, Resh Lakish said that your four Amas acquire for you. So is there a difference in what the four Amas acquires for you in terms of a, um, a lost article versus... Um, so let's see, can we differentiate that way? Is payer somehow different to, to a lost article? Always picking up first make a difference. Probably not. The fact that he picked it up. Well, that, that was the first case where he picked it up and threw it. Sure. But the other case was he jumped on it. Okay, so the Gemara says, on the, we're on the fourth last line of the Gemara, in the middle of the line, what are we talking about here? That he didn't say, I'm acquiring it. When he jumped on it, he didn't say, I'm acquiring it. He just jumped on it. So until he specifies, I'm acquiring it, his act of jumping is not an act of acquisition. His four amas have not been activated. And therefore, we remove him. It's not his. So the Gemara doesn't like this answer. It says, that makes no sense. If the rabbis made a decree that your four amas acquire for you, kilo omer may have Who cares if he didn't say? It happens anyway. We're not saying, when Reish Lakish said that your four amas acquire for you, he wasn't saying that this was a, a conscious thing that you need to do. This was a rabbinical decree that your four amas are automatically your property and anything in it is your property. So if he doesn't say I'm acquiring, but he jumped on it, it's in his four amas. That, 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 that can't be the answer. That can't, that can't be the explanation. So the Gemara immediately rejects that answer and says, well, no, okay, I'll, get, I'll give you a better answer. Second last line. Kibin de Nafal, because he jumped on it, he ruined it. Because he jumped on it. Why? His jumping on it ruined it. It ruined his four amas. Why? 
By jumping on it, he showed that his intention was to acquire it through jumping on it, not through his four Amas. You're right. If you don't say, I acquire it with my four Amas, that doesn't matter. You don't have to expressly state, I hereby acquire with my four Amas. Your four Amas work for you automatically. But if you do something to negate your four Amas, you, you do something to, to uh, forego it, if you actively do something that, that, that contradicts your four Amas, then you have unraveled it. You've undermined it yourself. By him jumping on it, he was showing that my intention is to acquire it through jumping on something. Uh, if he wanted his four Amas to acquire it, don't jump, just stand there. So, it'd still be a problem for him anyway by throwing virgins on it. We're not talking about that part. We're talking about when he jumped on it. We're talking about the case of him jumping on it. So by throwing virgins on it, would be that didn't help. Permissible? No, that didn't help. The Mishnah said doesn't do anything. By throwing the produce on it, you lose what you just threw. It's not yours anymore. You just threw it away, and you don't get what you threw on. That doesn't help him at all. Jumping on it doesn't help him either. This was what we said. Well, why doesn't jumping on it help? It's in your foramus. So the Gemara explains because you actually showed that you don't want the four Amas to acquire for you. Your, your intention is that your jumping on it should acquire for you. Well, that doesn't work. But then he's getting punished. A bit harsh, he's getting punished. So he's lost his first bit, then he's lost the second bit. Then maybe he'll learn for the next one. Well, yeah, but yeah. We're talking about laws of acquisition. It's, 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 and and what's, what he takes, another poor man doesn't get. So you have to get it fair and square. You have, to get it, you have to acquire it in a, in a proper way. So Rashi, Rashi, the last Rashi on the page says, that his intention was to acquire through jumping on it means, he didn't have in mind to acquire it through the means that the sages enacted, which is your four Amas. He didn't have that in mind. He thought his falling on it is, will, will, will acquire it for him. And it doesn't. He used the means that does not acquire. Jumping on something does not acquire. So because he negated the four Amas, it doesn't work. Otherwise, it would have worked for him. All he had to do was stand next to it. And therefore, it does not contradict Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish stands. Reish Lakish's principle is your four Amas acquire for you. In this case, he didn't use his four Amas. So there's no, there's no contradiction there. He used an alternative method to acquire, which is invalid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he's got nothing. Ain't law. Yep. And that is consistent with the mission as well, right? Uh, our mission is going to be the next problem. That's, that's where it's going. This, this whole discussion is to get to the Mishnah. The next page, you have your separate page now, Yud Amad Base. It should say on the top right, Yud with two dots. Do you have it? Yeah. Yep. Rav Papa Amar. So Rav Papa has a different answer. No, no, no. I, Rav Papa says a different answer. The, the, the issue was not that he fell on it and therefore his four Amas don't work for him. If, if the sages said that you have four Amas and that that acquires for you, whether you fall or you stand or whatever, it still should work. Rav Papa says it's a different explanation. 
When did the rabbis decree that your four Amas acquire for you? When, when, when do they make that happen? But Alma, in general, when you're in a public space, but when you're in somebody else's field, the rabbis didn't make, make an acquisition for you in somebody else's field. When, when did the rabbi say you're for Amas acquire for you? When you're in a place, a, a general public space, then we say, okay, you've got your four Amas, which is you. But not when you're in another person's field. When you're in somebody else's field, you're in their property. You don't have four Amas there. Oh, I feel not even at all for Amas. No four Amas. They don't acquire for you no matter they what. They don't acquire for you no matter what. If I'm in your house, of course. and a lost article you know, is next to me, it's yours, it's not mine. I can't say, well, it's my four Amas. It's your house. So, so too if I'm in your field. I don't, I don't have space that I own in your field. I'm a visitor there. So the rabbis did not, in the first place, make the decree of four Amas in somebody else's field. So therefore, he couldn't acquire it by his four Amas. And him jumping on it, it's in his four Amas, but it doesn't work. Because in somebody else's field. Now the Gemara says, hang on a minute. You're telling me that the rabbi said that you're four, if you're on the street, then you have four Amas. If you're in somebody else's field, you don't have four Amas. But we're not talking about a normal case of somebody in somebody else's field. What's the case of Peah? They're entitled to pick it up. They have every right to walk into this field. To acquire it though. Correct. And he hasn't acquired it. Oh, so, mm. says the Gemara. Even though the Torah gave rights to this poor man to walk into this field and take what he wants from the payer, he's totally allowed to do that. So he does have rights to be there. So then why wouldn't you say that he has his four Amas? Uh, he's, in, he's in a place that is rightfully, he's right, he has right to be there. He has a right to acquire things. He can pick things up. So why can't his four Amas work for him? Papa says, Balma. They say, Papa says that the Rabbonim did it for general places, not Basada. Not Basada, not in somebody else's property, but isn't this a bit different to somebody else's property? If I have the right to walk in there and take stuff... It's still someone else's, is it, I'm, or is it yours? It's, it's still it's it's someone yours, else's, yours. but I can take this stuff. I, uh, so I can pick you it up. You can do it properly, you can't... Farmers <laughs> doesn't apply. <laughs> if I can pick it up, why can't I stand next to it? Okay, so then you've got to go to the original reason that the Rabbonim put the four armors is to stop people fighting. And if, if both, if there were many poor people in the payer, they would fight over mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. specifically, Daladamas shouldn't work. Okay, okay. So the Gemara says like this. Ki when did the Torah give you a right to be in this field? La to walk through it. You have right of passage. Valin kutapeya, and to gather paya, to gather the, 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 the produce that is for the poor. But for it to become your property, the land should become your property, you should have a little, a little circle of property in it, the Torah never gave you that right. Like that, that's, that's taking it too far. Okay, so, in other words, here you've got an interesting case, a, a rare case. Generally speaking, if you walk into my house without permission, you have no rights there. 
you, 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 you don't have permission to be there, you have no right, it's trespassing, right? Uh, there's an interesting case here where you can walk on somebody's property without asking them. Not only that, you can take stuff from their property without asking them, and that is the law of payer. Payer is not just that the payer is free for anyone to take, it's that the poor are allowed to walk on that property to get to the payer. That they have rights to be there. So there you may think, well, that's a bit different to somebody else's house. I understand in somebody else's house, I don't have my four amas. My, <laughs> my property is my property. I can't, I can't, I, somebody else can't claim uh, ownership in my property. In the case of payer, it's a bit different. The poor man has a right to be walking on your property. He has a right to be acquiring things on your property. So maybe you think he has, he has four amas that acquire for him. Says Gemara, no, he doesn't. The Torah's right that he gave the poor man was to walk on the property and to acquire payer. But the idea of your four amas is that you have a little bit of property here. This is your property now. And the sages made that in the, in the public thoroughfare. On the street, your little four amas is your like temporary movable property. It's like your little, little area. You can't say that in somebody else's field. Even in the case of payer where you're allowed to be there. The four amas is really only in that place where it's genuinely in the field it's already got a level of ownership. Correct. Correct. And if somebody was in your house and there was a lost article and it's in four amas. It's mine. It's in my house. It's in your house? It's my yours. house is my property. Ah. So it's on my property. Uh-huh. So it's not even hefty. Yes. Yeah. This principle, and we're gonna, it's going to speak about it further in the Gemara, is that my property acquires for me. Uh-huh. And so the sages extended that idea and said, your four amas is like your property. Okay. In the public. Even in the public domain. Yeah, got it. But he was in a private domain, so that was his kind of property there. So in a private domain, in somebody else's field, even though you have a right to be there, and even though you have a right to right. acquire things, you don't have a right to, to claim property there. And so why, this is my... He picked it up? That's his, correct? Correct. So he can do anything he wants with it. Hmm? So he can throw it. He can, but then he's lost it. Right. Does that apply in every situation? Meaning you pick something up? If you pick up $100 yep. and then you throw it? It's anyone's. Right. Right. Like the, like the guy who picked it up and gave it to the guy on the donkey. Right. Once you gave it to him, and you lost right. it. Okay. So you can't drop your wife then. Hmm? So you can't drop your wife then. So the act of you know, acquiring it and denying me something out, an object. Obligations. You acquire obligations. Okay. Omarava. Okay, so that's that's the end of that challenge to Reish Lakish um, from Peya. But we said there was another challenge from our Mishnah that we quoted, the Mishnah that we started with tonight. Omarava, fifth line of the page towards the end. Omarava, Rava said, Mosif Rabyaka Baridi Nizikin. Rabyaka Baridi attacked Reish Lakish's statement that a person's four armas acquired for them from Nizikin, from our Mishnah that we just learned. And I quote, somebody who saw a lost article, but not and, and, and jumped on it. And somebody else came and took it. The one that acquired it, that picked it up, gets it. And we're going to ask the same question. If a person's four amas acquire for them in every place, why wouldn't his four amas acquire for him when he jumped on something? It's in his four amas. And here he's not in somebody else's field, right? Mm-hmm. Here he's on the street. Isn't that the classic four Amis case? Mm-hmm. 
So again, ikni. So we're gonna, we're gonna go through a very similar conversation now. The Gemara answers, what are we saying? In this case, he doesn't acquire it because he didn't say, I'm acquiring it by jumping on it. Had he said, I'm acquiring it, then he would have acquired it. So the Gemara attacks the same attack. If, if the rabbis made a takana that your Arab Amas acquire for you, who cares if he said or doesn't? It should work for him anyway. Yeah, but he negates the... By jumping on it. the Because he fell on it, he shows that he was intending to acquire it with falling, not with his four Amas. So he negated his four Amas. Same discussion as before, applying it to our Mishnah. But now, Rav Sheshis Amar, Rav Sheshis says, no, 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 no. Your four Amas acquire for you, even if you fall on something, it's still your four Amas. The, 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 he disagrees with that. He has a different answer. When did the rabbi say your four amas acquire for you? When did that apply? Besimta. In an alleyway. They keep changing where, the place. Yes, we, we keep... We keep. So, so, so before we said in a public place, not in a private place. Yeah. Now Rav Shesh is saying, and even in public places, it's not any public place. It's only in an alleyway. Why? Where there's not crowds, but but in the middle of the street, where there's crowds pushing around, there the rabbis did not give you Valdramas. In other words, Rav Shesha says, when the rabbis said you have Valdramas, you have four Amas that acquire for you, that can't be talking about in a crowded street, because what's your four Amas and what's his four Amas? We're all, everyone's, everyone's within each other's four Amas. So you're saying it's going to stop fights? It's going to cause fights. That's my form. No, it's mine. I, we're, we're, all, we're all squashed together. So in, a, in, a, in, a, in crowded streets, we're not talking about. We're talking about alleyways. We're talking about the side streets where, where, where there's plenty of room and there's no crowds. There, we said, something that's next to you is yours. But then you don't need it because there's no one there to fight. Well, no, there's still, there, oh, there's still okay. people there, but there's no crowds. I've got my four armors. You've got your four armors. So you can't come into my four armors and pick up something. It's mine. So is Rav Shesha saying that this is happening in an alley for him, for his Dalit So Amas? when do Dalit Amas work? When do your four Amas acquire for you? In an alleyway. That's what, that's what Resh Lakish was teaching us. That in an alleyway, but not in the middle of the street. And so therefore, our Mishnah is talking about where he jumped on something on the street, in a busy street. He jumped on something. He doesn't have four Amas there. His four Amas don't work for him. And jumping on it doesn't help him either. So therefore... The other guy gets it. So is Papa wrong when he says it's Balma? No, where Papa was talking about, he said it's in a public place, not in a private place. Oh, oh, he didn't clarify. Rav Sheesh is going into more detail mm-hmm. and saying it's only in an alleyway and not in a busy street. So we're, we're like refining Rish Lakish's statement. Okay. Okay, so then we have that. Then we've we, we've sorted that out. There's no contradiction now with um, Rish Lakish and our Mishnah. Then hang on a minute. Can we look at what Rish Lakish said again? Rish Lakish's words were: "A person's four amas acquire for for them b'chol makam in every place." 
And now, you, and now you're saying here, but not here, and here, but not here? He said every place. Obviously, obviously Rish Lakish meant everywhere. So it says Rish Lakish, okay, Kol Makam, all, every place, Lasuit Sidur Shusa Rabim. It's to include the sides of the street. You have the public thoroughfare, the, the busy street, and then you have the little um, lanes that come off it. So you might think that the public street, okay, you don't have Daladamas there because it's too crowded. What about the side streets that come off it? You might think, well, that's still a part of the main street. No, there you, can, you do have Daladamas. When he said, every place, that broad statement was to, to say, even on the side streets. But still, he didn't mean everywhere. He didn't mean the middle of the road. Rav Sheish is, is insisting that when Rav Lakish says Bechol Makam, remember, Rav Lakish is a, is a Amora from the Gemara. He knows that he can say something that you're going to figure out what he means. So when, when he said Bechol Makam in every, every place, he knew he was talking to Talmudic scholars like us. Right? So we're going to know, of course he doesn't mean in the middle of a busy street. That would be ridiculous that your four arms acquire for you. You, 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 you packed in, you know, in the middle of a busy street and you're saying, my four armas acquire for you. That's, that's a joke. Obviously, it means alleyways. He said, but everywhere means not just alleyways that are disconnected. Even the side streets off the main street, there too. There, you, you, can, you can make little acquisitions there. So in that case, if it was in a side street and the guy jumps on it, does his Dalit Amis acquire for him, or does he negate his Dalit Amis? Well, according to, it, it seems, and, and, and here, here you could go into a debate of how to read the Gemara. It seems to me that, Reish, that Rav Sheshis, or, or above Rav Papa, were negating the arguments before and saying, no, 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 no. jumping on it does not negate your four Amis. Uh-huh. But the problem is where that, it where it happens. Yeah. That's what it seems to yeah. me. So, um, yeah, yeah. Tough ones. They don't believe in finders keepers. No. Weakers, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now, so, so now we've actually finished a, a section of uh, a discussion of the Gemara. Um, Let's, okay, we're going we're gonna to get back into it with another statement. V'amoresh Lakish. So the line starts with the word Tzidei, Tzidei Rishos Arabim. And the middle of that line, V'amoresh Lakish. Now, since we quoted, and this is the, the way of the Gemara is, that since we quoted Rish Lakish, who quoted a, a lesson in the name of Abba Koen Bardala, here's another lesson that Rish Lakish said in the name of Abba Koen Bardala. Even, even if though it's like only tangentially connected to what we're discussing, it's another teaching it also has a, a slight connection to what we're saying. I'll translate literally and then explain. Ktana ein A minor girl, a girl under bat mitzvah, does not have a courtyard. And she does not have four amas. And Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Yanai, she does have a courtyard and she does have four amas. Okay, so we have a, a machloikas here, a disagreement between Reish Lakish and Rabbi Yochanan. 
who were brothers-in-law and sparring partners. Reish Lokish says that a minor girl, a girl under bat mitzvah, does not have a courtyard and does not have four amas. Rabbi Yochanan says she does have a courtyard and she does have four amas. Here we're talking about laws of acquisition. And so we said previously that your property acquires for you and your four amas acquire for you. Here, the, the, the Gemara here is talking about a girl who is under bat mitzvah. So therefore, there's certain restrictions on minors and their ability to acquire. Generally speaking, minors do not have ownership. They don't own things and they, they cannot transfer ownership. They, they, can't, they, can't, they, don't, they don't own things. For this reason, by the way, there is a big question about the lulav on the first day sukkahs. The lulav you're supposed to own. It's supposed to be your own. You're supposed to take your own lulav on the first day of sukkahs. Um, what if you don't own a, a, a lulav? So somebody can give you a gift of their lulav on condition that you return the gift. Um, so I can give you a present of my lulav. It's yours as long as you shake it, but the condition is you give it back to me. If you don't give it back to me, then it was never yours. You didn't do the mitzvah properly. But you're going to do that with an adult because a child, their ability to acquire and to transfer acquisition is limited. And so therefore giving it to a child can be problematic because they might not be able to give it back to you. They, they don't have the ability to, to transfer acquisition. Anyway, so there's, there's complicated laws of acquisition when it comes to a child. There is a particular case where here particular a minor, a girl we're talking about specifically, a minor girl needs the ability to acquire, to, 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 receive an, an, uh, to be able to receive and acquire something. What is that? In, in the case of Kiddushin, a common practice, certainly in Talmudic times, very much less these times, what would, would be to perform Kiddushin, which is betrothal, what we would call an engagement, even children would do it. That, that, that families would match up their children to marry each other. They'd only get married later, but they would reserve each other even as they were, as, as they were children. This was common in, in Middle Eastern countries till recently, where they wanted to make sure people married the right people and weren't grabbed by, by uh, the, the authorities. They would actually marry, do kiddushin, which is betrothal, not marriage, uh, at, at a young age. Yeah, that type of thing, exactly. So the act of kiddushin in, in halacha is way more than engagement in, in our language. An act of kiddushin is where a ring or something of value was given um, to the girl to be as, as an act of kiddushin of betrothal. They wouldn't be married. But they're so reserved to each other that if they changed their mind and did not want to marry each other, they needed a get. Do you mind to read the, or translate the two opinions of, uh, of those statements about whether uh, the young girl can... We'll get, yeah, we'll get back, we'll get back to that. This is the intro to that. So um, the, 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 the level of, of obligation of Kiddushin is as strong as marriage, meaning you need a get to release the girl to marry somebody else. Okay? Now, the problem is, to give a get, the husband or the, the betrothed male has to give to the betrothed female in her hand, and she has to receive. It has to go from him to her, and she receives the get. If, if such a scenario happened, and this minor girl needed to receive a get, so you give it to her hand, no problem. 
that's fine. Reish Lakish says, however, if you g- gave it in her property, in her courtyard, or in her four amas, she didn't acquire. It has to be in her hand. Says Reish Lakish, she does not have a chatzar, her courtyard does not acquire for her, and her, and her four amas do not acquire for her. Yeah, and she's, because she's a minor. So she doesn't have her own property yet. Whereas Rabbi Yochanan says, no, that's not true. She has a, a courtyard and she has her four amas. It does work. Then, then, then there's, there's a guardian who's, who's put over her. So, um, so this is, so, so Reish Lakish says she does not have a courtyard. She does not have four amas. Whereas Rabbi Yochanan says she does have a courtyard to acquire for her. She does have four amas. So if the get was placed in the courtyard or in her four amas, Rabbi Yochanan says it's a good get. Reish Lakish says until it goes in her hand, it's not, it's not a get. Can I ask a question? Mm. Does Reish Lakish only say that on the basis that she's a minor? If she was past blood mitzvah? Yeah, yeah, that's a different story. So past blood mitzvah, yeah, she, yeah. she can well, only talk about a minor. You can throw it into her yard. So yes, an, an adult get can be thrown into her property. Okay. And there's a whole, whole area of Talmudic debate of what's her property, what if it's, what if it's in between him and her, and exactly, exactly where it falls. Okay. So let's read that again. Let's read that debate again. A minor girl does not have a courtyard and does not have four amas to acquire for her. Rabbi Yochanan Mishum Rabbi Yanai Omar. Rabbi Yochanan says the name Rabbi Yanai. Yesh lechatzer v'yesh le'arba amas. She does have a courtyard and she does have four, four cubits. She has four amas. But my kamiflige. Gemara asks, what's the debate here? What, what's the disagreement? Why does Reish Lakish say no and Rabbi Yochanan say yes? Based on what? Mar sava chatzer mishum yada israboi. Because the one opinion is that your courtyard is an extension of your hand. Just like your hand is yours, your courtyard, your property is an extension of your hand. So just like she has a hand, even a minor has a hand, if you put it in her hand, it's hers, she has a courtyard. Rabbi Yochanan, who says that she does have a courtyard to acquire for her, he, be- he believes, because why does a courtyard acquire for you? A courtyard is your property, similar to your hand is your property. So if, you can, if it can be put in your hand, it can be put in your courtyard, says Rabbi Yochanan. It's fine. Her hand works, so her courtyard works. Umar Sava, so what does Reish Lakish say? Your courtyard is not an extension of your hand. Your courtyard is like a shliach, a representative. My courtyard represents me. It's like, it's like I can send you to get something for me. My courtyard re- represents me as well. Just like I can send, send you as a representative to acquire something for me. So my courtyard is an extension of, of me, is like, is like my representative. A minor cannot appoint a shliach. A shliach can only be appointed by somebody who is of, of uh, adult age to receive to do anything you can only only appoint a shliach so when you're an adult you're sending the get you're older then that's okay fine. yes adults can appoint appoint emissaries a child cannot either way to send or to receive adults can children can't 
So if the adult threw the get into her courtyard exactly. and says, I appoint the courtyard as your shliach to no, no, receive? No, no, no. You can't appoint somebody else's shliach. You can only appoint your shliach. Ah. You can say, this is my emissary. Ah, and the courtyard she has to appoint her emissary, ah, and, and she can't. And the courtyard is her shliach. The courtyard is her shliach, well, right. So in other words, the Gemara just explained, what, what is the basis of the idea that my courtyard acquires for me? What, what, what is it? It's, it's an inanimate object. Why does my courtyard acquire for me? Rabbi Yochanan says, I'll tell you why. Because just like you have a hand that can reach out and receive something, your courtyard is an extension of you. What's the definition of the courtyard? Your property. Your, your, the, 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 a fenced-in area that you own. So, so if you have a hand that works, you have a courtyard that works, says Rabbi Yochanan. A miner can receive something in her hand, she can receive, so therefore she can receive in her, in her property as well. That's Rabbi Yochanan's logic. Resh Lakish says, no, 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 no. A courtyard works as a shliach. Just like I can appoint you to represent me and to go and receive something for me, I can appoint my property. My property is mine, so it becomes my representative. Yeah, but if, you don't, but if you don't have the ability to make a representative, then your courtyard doesn't work for you. A child cannot make a representative. The laws of shlichutz, of, of making an agent, only apply to a, a, a major, not a minor. Not only somebody who's over... Is rich majority. So is Yochanan wrong? One of them doesn't. She's got a hand. Um, no. Yochanan's the, the, halacha, the halacha is is like him. That's what it looks like. So then, like Rabbi Yochanan. So then it can, it can, the, the courtyard can acquire for her. Because yeah. she's got a hand. Yeah. That's what it looks like. But this, it's, this is not actually acquiring, yes. this is just receiving, right? A woman receiving a get is an acquisition or is it's, it Yeah, it's a form of Kenyan. It's a form of Kenyan. It's a form of Kenyan, okay. Yeah, yeah. The get was his and it's becoming hers. Okay. What's the connection with the messenger? That um, the way, the way Rish Lakish understood a, um, your chatzar, your, your property acquiring for you, is the same as a messenger acquiring for you. Just like you are able to appoint a messenger to go and acquire something for you, mm. so too you can appoint your property to acquire for you. It represents you. But, therefore, that's limited to the laws of sending an, an, a shlich as an agent. So only referring specifically to get in that instance, in that example? Well, no, it's, it's referring to acquiring any, any, any property acquisition. So, according to Rish Lakish, a minor their property does not acquire for them. So if a lost article falls in the property of a minor, it doesn't acquire for them, according to Rish Lakish. Seems to be uh, just a minor, very minor debate uh, for uh, such a big... Uh, you know, we, we spent, uh, we spent uh, maybe five different opinions on uh, uh, the previous thing about the, uh, the poor man in the field, and whether he acquires it or doesn't, we brought so many opinions. Now is it's just a, it's not a missionary, is it? The uh, which one about the uh, the miner and the uh, no, no. Why do they bring that small example? That's from a different tractor, um, is it? Well, this um, was because Rish Lakish. We because we we're we're we're, we're, we're hearing Rish Lakish's teachings. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, the the minor girl needs to be able to get divorced. Well, I'm just wondering though why it's just touching on Rish Lakish. It's just saying, oh, yeah. and, and by the way, let's just remember how Reish Lakish talks about it. Also, it also is expanding our, our, the idea of the Arab Amas, the four Amas, yeah, okay. that we said that your four Amas acquire for you. 
So why do you for Ka'amas acquire for you? It's an extension of chatzar, of your property. Your property acquires for you. So the sages extended that idea and said, so your four amas around you is your property, even when you're in public space. That becomes like your property. But it doesn't work, according to Rish Lakish, for a minor who, because the whole basis of the four amas is from your courtyard. And the courtyard is an extension of shlichus, of an agent. And a minor cannot make an agent, so therefore they can't make a courtyard, so therefore they can't have their four amas. You mentioned before the property acquires for you anyone as a given being. Um, like, well, you mentioned it, correct. In a, uh, yeah, yeah. General statement here: if someone left, left some money behind at the Tali's house, and uh, it's his. It's his yeah. Correct. That's yeah. that's that's called Kenyan Chatzar, acquisition through my property. Yeah. So the question is, why? This is a, this is a debate between Rish Lakish and Rabbi Yechonon. Why does your property acquire for you? But uh, usually there's going to be many householders in, in, a, in the courtyard of the property, you know, you've got the mother and multiple siblings. Somebody owns it. Yeah. Who owns the property? Somebody owns it. Mm. So, says Rabbi Yochanan, your property acquires for you just like your hand does. Your hand is you. Your property is an extension of you. That's Rabbi Yochanan. But how can a miner own the property? So a, a miner can own property. Uh-huh. They can own. The, uh-huh. the question is... What if they don't? Um, parents own. Oh, then it's not theirs. No, sure. It, it has to be theirs. You know, it has to be theirs. If, if, the, if it's not their property, it's not theirs. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but a miner, a miner couldn't, could own property. Yeah, it's more, it's more the problem of giving, or like that right. a miner cannot necessarily transfer the ownership right, of property, but they can receive. They can receive. So, so is it just simply Reish Lakish made a mistake here? Not a mistake, not a mistake. It's just a debate. Halach has to go one way. Uh-huh. So, so when we hear a debate, Reish Lakish passed in this way. The students of Reish Lakish, they, they followed that. But it could be at the, at, at the time or the next generation would debate through this and say, Rabbi Yechonon had more opinions like him. More, more people went like Rabbi Yechonon. Uh, so when you had a look down and read further down, uh, are we going to get there? As to, you said, oh, no, the halacha No, the way I look at it, there's a shortcut to look at the halacha, and that is there's little letters that cross-reference you to the halachic um, sources. So if you look at, um, at the beginning of a line, it says, yesh lachatzer. Do you see the very beginning of a line, uh, just under halfway down the page, it says, yesh lachatzer, a tiny dalad? So this was, this is Rabbi Yochanan's statement is yesh lachatzer, a, a miner has a courtyard and has four amas. Before that statement was a little dalit. That little dalit would lead you to the top right corner of the page. The very top right corner, it says the words ein mishpat ner mitzvah. The top, all the way at the top right corner, it says ein mishpat ner mitzvah, which is a, that is a collection of halachic cross-references. And if you go down, the, there's a, the paragraph, the four, approximately, the second paragraph of it has pay base, and then the letter Dalad. That cross-reference is to tell you Maimonides, and it tells you, if you look in Maimonides and in Shulchan Aruch, it codifies Rabbi Yochanan's opinion. Wow. So the shortcut to know without having to actually look up the, is who, who has the little letter next to them. 
That's the, that's the halacha that's going to go like that. That's the Mishnah Torah. Mishnah Torah and also Shulchan Aruch. Yeah. Yeah, so what basis did they, is it just majority? What basis so, did they so there's, there's, there's several ways, there's certain rules of how. It could be that as we go on, we'll see that the Gemara deals more with Rabbi Yochanan's right, opinion. Sometimes the Gemara itself says the halach is like Rabbi Yochanan. Could say that. Sometimes there's principles, like whenever Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yochanan disagree, Rabbi Yochanan is the halacha. Sometimes. There are certain, certain principles like that. Um, Which one? So who always trumps it? Not necessarily that, but like it says, Rav and Shmuel, Halacha Kashmul. That when Rav and Shmuel have a, a, a debate, the Halacha is like Shmuel. But it depends, but only when it's talking about uh, monetary cases. When it's talking about uh, um, ritual laws, then it's like Rav. Or, you know, like, so there are certain principles. There's, there's an entire book on, the, on, the, on this topic, Klaalea Talmud, the rules of the Talmud that goes through all the, hmm? the rules of how, how you know how, how to extrapolate. In the Talmud? Yeah, in the, hundreds and hundreds. Uh, Nine. How many Tanoim oh, are there? Many, right? I, I don't know numbers, but hundreds. Like there's, hundreds yeah, right? yeah. There's, there's probably a, a select 25 that appear most frequently, would it be? Um, there's, yeah, there's the sort of the, the, the common characters for sure. Um, to conclude, yeah, a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, want to do, I want to do a very quick toast with you. Not, 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 not to brain. Um, bending, but just interesting. Um, on the page before, at the bottom of the page, the last Tosfos, it's just an interesting thing. We, yeah, so the, what, back before, the Yud Amad Aleph, the one that we were doing before. Remember we said that if a poor man is um, going to take payer from a field and he jumps on the payer, it says we take him off it and, and, and somebody else takes it. We actually remove him from it and somebody else takes it. We let somebody else have it. Right? So on that, Tosfus, the last Tosfus on the page, so the very bottom page, Mavir and Osemena, we pull him off it. Says the Tosfus, I feel a Rosh Mikri. And somebody who pulls this guy off it and takes the payer is not called a Rosh, not called a wicked person. Why would we think he is called a wicked person? Because it looks mean to take a poor person away from food. Even though elsewhere the Gemara says, if there is a poor man who is playing around, to about, he's about to pick up a piece of bread. He hasn't picked it up yet, but he's getting there. And another poor person comes and grabs it first. We can't stop him because the bottom line is he didn't pick it up yet but we call him that, that's a Russia oh he's a Russia for doing that that's a Russia it's a wicked thing to do uh-huh. and and this by the way is ex- exta- extended in in halacha to other areas not just poor people if somebody is going to buy something and you jump in and buy it first they're also like he was about to buy that you you jumped in and, and took it from him you can do it. You, you, can, you can do it. It's unethical, but it's, it's, it's yeah, yeah. But that's a Russia. Like they, you know, he found it. So, what about here? You got a poor guy jumped on it. But but but, only hamachuk becharara means he's about to take this loaf of bread. He hasn't got it yet, and somebody else jumps and gets it, jumps in front of him. It's his, but that's a Russia. You, you should, it's not nice to do that. Mm-hmm.
You saw he was going to pick it up. So here as well, the guy jumped on it. And you're going to pick him up, remove him and take him? That's not a Russia. There's no competition though. Why not? Hmm? There's no one else. You're allowed to do it because no one, he could have acquired it in another way and there's no competition. He wasn't taking it right from someone else. No, but, he, but he's saying that the second guy is taking it, the payer, right. from the oh, first guy who jumped on it. Right. You, he jumped on it, which obviously means he wants it. Right, right. I'm picking him up, putting him and I'm taking right. it. As a, I'm a poor person too. I know, but isn't it obvious that he wants it? Yeah. So the fact that yeah. he didn't acquire it yet, and I'm grabbing it, aren't I a Russia? So yeah, why isn't he a Russia in this case? Why not? So it says, Toysvuz, de efshel le mitrach ara achrita. Because in the case of, um, of, of acquiring something, or, or buying something, or grabbing something, go and buy something else. Go, why, you had to take the thing that he, that he was trying to get. Go oh, and find something else. So here he may not have had what else to take. But finding a lost article or an, an, an ownerless thing, you can't say that. I feel a Russia limiter. Then it's not called a Russia. You can't say you can go get another one. When you can say go get another one, why do you have to take that one that, that this guy's That's going for? Russia. That's a Russia. Got it. But when you can't get another one. What if it's a single item in a store? So then, then it'll be different. If this, if this, yeah, if yeah. this is the only thing, there's no, no one else. You can't get it anywhere else. So then, fine, you know, whoever's quickest get it. But when you could get it somewhere else, so you had to go for that one that he was that he was going for. So then, a parking spot. Uh... Well, depends. In Bondi, yeah, that's the uh, that's the only parking spot. There's no other parking spot. So that's a Russia. That's called a Russia. No, that's the only one. Why? Because the only one. You don't have because to. Do it. Ah, because no yeah, choice. yeah, because no, no one. Yeah, choice. yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you have a choice. You're saying there's other corners. Maybe this is the last corner. So again, with a pay, with, with a pay, is this is this it, yeah. or, or you can go there and get? Right. So that's 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 the difference. Generally, with Hefker, ownerless thing. If I don't get it, it's gone. So therefore, if this guy didn't acquire it, I, I you know, then I've I've I have a right to acquire it. I'm not a yeah. rush if I do. But if I if I could go down the street and get it. So then, why you have to take the one that he's trying to get? Okay, we'll stop there. Thank you.